flash. Of course. My lighter is your lighter. It's not as powerful as yours, though. Still doesn't. Brump, brump, cow. Brump, brump, brump. Brump, Cowboy Saints, y'all. Cowboy Saints, y'all. Doobop, 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 doobop. You ready? Next yeah. You ready? Yeah. Are you ready? You ready? He's born ready, son. Yeah. What up, kids? Hello. Hello. Reunited. It feels so good. Ow. I didn't even know you had that plan. Yeah, it was like one of the first songs that was early on. That may have been the first time. When you were sick and I had to do it like third week of the podcast yeah, overall. Yeah, it was really early. Yeah. All right, we'll let it run. Hey, everybody, welcome to the little podcast that could. Don't give anybody a podcast. It's a little nowadays, podcast Dave. that keeps on a going. Don't give anybody a podcast. Hey, this is Trips Right with Ralph and Dave. I'm Ralph and I'm Dave. Welcome and, to our podcast. And Dave, thank you for holding it down last week. Yeah, I, I appreciate you. Thankful yeah. for you. Appreciate you as well, sir. Um, I had my grandpa's, uh, funeral uh, this weekend in Canton. Um, he was a lifelong educator, principal, superintendent, supervised student teachers. Woof. He planned his entire funeral, top to bottom, every flower, every song. He's, we've had a picture of him sitting on his own headstone for the last 20 years. Uh, <laughs> That's great. Yeah, pretty incredible. So, um, it was a great service. And uh, I'm not gonna pour any. I'm not gonna pour any out. I don't want to waste the whiskey. But thank you for dedicating last week's yes. episode to him, and thank you, listeners, for sticking with us. Uh, and uh, and now we got the two back. We got the two back. Yeah, two back. Back and better than ever. And we got a lot to talk about this week. We do. It, this is gonna be chock full of stuff. We have a lot of stuff to molest your ear holes with. And you have a lot to say about it. We have a lot to say about it. Um, I should also say that after the funeral Saturday, we went straight to a sports bar in Canton, Ohio, to watch Ohio State-Michigan. Ooh, sorry for loss again. I mean, we had won eight years in a row of was, that matchup. It was time. But goodness gracious, that was horrible. That was horrible. I just felt like the universe might throw us a little bone there, but oh well. Well, your squad uh, helped Harbaugh secure another ten years at Michigan. Good. Because he's horrible. And I am now an Alabama fan. I'm now a Georgia fan. I have no Big Ten loyalty at all. Mm. I want them to get absolutely shellacked. I want them to lose 90 to nothing. I want them to never get another recruit again. I want Harbaugh to like spit all over himself and like wet his khakis on the field. So you just said you're no longer a Big Ten fan, but your team is in the Big Ten. No, I said I don't have any Big Ten loyalty, meaning I'm not going to cheer for a team oh. just because they're in the Big Ten once the Buckeyes are. My first day with it's my okay. New Year's. I, I mean, apologize. yeah, you know, it's yeah. I it's, only, I only, I'm, I'm a man, so I only hear what I want to hear. <laughs> Selective hearing. Yeah, that's Molly. I'm sure would agree with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. she would probably confirm that yep. for sure. All right, so big big night tonight. We we have week 
13 starting. Right. Week 12 to discuss. Week 12 to discuss. Um, my watching was sporadic. I mean, we had Thanksgiving, of course, mm-hmm. but uh, I was flying back, so there was, yeah. it was it was a little hit or miss, but we'll definitely have some comments on what happened. Um, weird week in a lot of ways. We're also going to talk about, we had a, a frozen <laughs> shakeup. We did. For a second there, I was I was doing really well <laughs> after that. We had one shakeup, we had a mini shakeup, and then a big shakeup. After the mini shakeup, I was sitting pretty good. And I was hoping it would have stayed that way, but it didn't happen. It's a little bit of commissioning uh, conversation mm-hmm. we're going to have around Frozen. Um, and it'll be interesting to see what happens. We've got a couple more weeks of the regular season, season there. And I do like how you verbally spanked Danny as well, so we can talk about that too. Yeah, I'm gonna try not to. I'm not gonna try. I'm gonna try to be nice as we go through. Well, just things. one one thing you said, and I one thing I said. We, I'll have to find it, but <laughs> it was pretty good. I don't remember. Um, so uh, yeah, and then Westeros is very juicy. Yeah, it's getting it's getting real. It's getting real <laughs> hot in her because. Um, we have one more week. This week is the last week of the regular season because we have two-week playoff matchups. Yep. You and I are both in the mix, and we're going to talk about it. We're, we're going to talk about it's it. It's very exciting. we got lots to say about it. Um, and then I have a couple of minor trade things I can mention, but yeah. uh, but ultimately this will be the this will be the big stuff. And i got my big uh, uh, Ring of Fire league to talk about, too, how that shook out. Yep. First round. Of the big one happened in week 12 last week, so we can talk about that also. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. 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 Um, that being said, are you ready to get this show on the road? Yeah, let's do it. We got the Saints hosting the Cowboys currently. It's at halftime. Yep. And Correct. No Alvin Kamara. Oh, I don't have my ESPN easily ready to go. Okay. Oh, that's... ESPN that's okay. scores. And for those wondering, I am smoking a Perdomo Reserve. It's a sun-grown 10th anniversary. It's very delicious. And I'm pairing it with an A&W cream soda. <laughs> cream, oh, hey. cream soda and rip go very well with cigars, by the way. Just saying. So Claire is notorious for um, giving gifts before the gift-giving holiday that um, you're they're supposed to be given at, mm-hmm. right? And so the other day, it's her it's her birthday tomorrow, and the other day she said, or last night maybe, um, she said, "Do you want to open your Christmas present early?" <laughs> and I said, "No, it's not Christmas. It's not even close to Christmas." Yeah. And she said, "It'll make me happy on my birthday week if you wow. open your present." So it's pretty much for her, not for you. I'm like, okay. She was also convinced I knew what it was. Because I took the box off of the stoop. I did not look at what was on the box. She's like, you didn't read my text that said, don't check the box because it'll spoil your gift. I didn't even look at the box. Yeah. She's convinced I saw her phone. She has a privacy screen on her phone. I can't see anything. So I had no idea what it was. So you did open it? I, I did open it. Okay. Um, I had a little inkling of what it was. Uh-huh. And I really wanted it. <laughs> Uh, it was, um, have you ever heard of Proof Old Fashioned Syrup? No. It's a company that makes small batch, old fashioned syrup, traditional orange and maple bacon. Oh, snap. And half an ounce added to two ounces of whiskey. 
That's all you need. And you got an old-fashioned. That's awesome. So I tried it last night. I had a bottle of Maker's 46 that my teammates got me as a Sorry About Your Grandpa gift. Yeah. And I tried it last night. It's so good. It's like I spent time making an old-fashioned, but really I just mixed it from this bottle. That's perfect. Pretty slick. Yeah. Pretty slick. It was a great gift. Nicely done, Claire. Yeah, so tried that last night, and it was really tasty. Tonight I got Chipotle because they got sushi, and so I just had the straight stuff because I didn't want all the sweets. Sure, I didn't sure, want all the sure. sweetie sweets tonight. We uh, we had the boys open up their big Christmas presents already. Yeah. Uh, that was actually done the Friday after Thanksgiving. Why? So we have had issues with them and iPads. You know, they're babysitters. Yeah. They break um <laughs> Nolan was using Molly's old phone and at Halloween it vanished. So as of November first, they were rotating two iPads. Oh boy, can't have that. No. So we had can't imagine that goes well. We had a chart with Velcro on their names <laughs> and every day we'd move them up and Yeah, it uh it got rough. So we decided to buy them each their very own tablet. Wow. So uh, two out of the three got really emotional when we gave it to them. Graham flat out said, this is the best day ever. And, <laughs> and like, you guys do so much for us and all this stuff. Oh, and, he really said that? Oh, yeah, he did. What kind of a kid says something like that? Yeah, he's he's a great kid. When mom's a pastor, that probably helps you it get helps. a lot of that kind of messaging, huh? But how we have it set up is we have the, the Google family link thing. So you can control how much time they spend on it. Um, when they shut off, you can monitor how much time they're on it. Wow. And if they want to download a game or an app, it's got to go through one of our nice. phones Smart. to put our password in. I love it. To download it. It's fantastic. Nice. And now we don't have to worry about rotating. They've got pretty sturdy covers on them. So um, they're treating them pretty well so far. So, <laughs> so far, so good. I'm very happy. I had, a kid, I had a student today emailing his dad in the middle of the day. I caught him on email on his computer. Can you pick me up at 4 p.m.? Dad responds, focus on your schoolwork. I'll get there when I get there. Nice. I'm like, oh my gosh, kid, you don't need to email your dad in the middle of the email, day. Email, though, not text? No, because they've all got their Chromebooks. Oh, that makes sense. And then today at recess was kind of funny. I The group that plays football was all around this one kid on the ground. Yeah. So I get over there and the kid's up and he's crying. He's walking away and I go, all right, tell me what happened. Well, my friend, he, we, he and I, we poke each other and it's, he's really good at it. It makes me laugh like a lot. This is fifth grade. This is a couple of fifth graders. And, but today he poked me too hard Ooh, yeah. and it made it. me so I couldn't breathe. And I was like laughing really hard but also i couldn't breathe because of where he poked me it really hurt I'm like okay uh, that wasn't a poke son that was a punch and so then so then he goes and then when i was on the ground and everybody was around me and they couldn't tell i was upset because i was laughing as part of the poking and this other kid he he said everybody get out of the way and he started like pushing on my chest. <laughs> and I said, Do you mean like CPR, like trying chest to, compression? He goes, Yeah. And that was really, and then it made me be able to breathe even less. And I got really scared. It's like, Oh my God, this is ridiculous. So I called that kid over. I said, Okay, CPR is not a joke. 
it can hurt somebody. You need to know when to do it and how right. to do it. So don't give CPR. Yep, you do it to the tune of staying alive. To the and then I said to that kid, alive. I was like, we're not doing the poking thing anymore. I tracked the other kid down. I said, we're not doing the poking thing anymore. In the middle of putting out this fire, this kid comes over and says, uh, so-and-so hit me with her water bottle. Like, okay, stay away from her and I'll go deal with that in a second. So ridiculous. Oh, it was a girl. That means she likes you. Yeah, I guess. That's how that works. Yeah, there's a lot of that. They yeah. don't, they're not waiting until spring. No. They've got two years worth of this energy and they're letting it all out. That's awesome. Anyway, it was just kind of funny. He's like, he's really good at poking me. It makes me laugh really hard, but today it made it hurt, made me hurt. I'm like, oh my God, this is ridiculous. Anyway. Are you trying to get into this? Yeah, let's do it. Thanks for letting me have a story. Yeah, of course. Story um, Hey, we're starting with Thanksgiving. Yeah, we had a thanksgiving triple header so i guess i will start with the lowly bears beating the lowlier lions i mean if you really want to yeah i'm gonna okay all right so uh montgomery was pathetic not much of a ground game which is disappointing he did get 17 carries but couldn't do anything against a really bad run defense really really get it yeah uh darnell mooney was the big guy he had five for 123 on eight targets so he is continuing to be the favorite target of Mm -hmm. dalton especially um, and one would think he'd be even better with fields in there. Dalton was very mediocre. Uh, touchdown went to Jimmy Graham, of course, because why would it not go to Jimmy Graham? Ugh. Of course, why not? Uh, on the other side, Jared Goff threw a couple of touchdowns, one to Reynolds and one to Hawkinson. Um, I hadn't thought about the fact that he and Reynolds have the connection from L.A., Oh, yeah. So that was kind of an interesting little connection there. And then Hawkinson got the touchdown. And other than that, their offense was pretty pathetic. Jamal mm-hmm. Williams, um, after uh, Swift got injured, Jamal Williams had 15 carries, didn't do a ton with him, but had, yep. uh, you know, had should be decent moving forward. He's got another good matchup this week, assuming Swift doesn't play. And that was the Lions on Thanksgiving. They almost won. It was a la- I think it was the last second field goal. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Swift might not play this week against my Vikings. That's so. the bad match. That's the good yeah, matchup. The Vikings so. defense is really bad against the run. Yeah, that's really all. Uh, all I gotta say about it too. Um, to no Allen Robinson again. Mm-hmm. So he's been. It's been a lost season for. Although it Robinson doesn't even matter when he plays. I mean, it's just. Yeah, lost season altogether. Yeah. This is probably the reason why he wanted to get out of Chicago so bad. Sure. Because it was just terrible. Oh, terrible. A uh, couple notes of this one. Goff completed 13 straight passes to start the game. Yeah, he did. Did you know that? Um, yeah, when you're th- only throwing completion. five yards down the field, that uh, makes it a little easier. It was the longest streak by any player in Thanksgiving since at least 1991. Mm-hmm. I think about that. Mm-hmm. And then Dalton is the first quarterback to start consecutive Thanksgiving games for multiple teams since Joey Harrington did it three straight years from aught five to aught seven. My oh my. He started for Detroit, Miami, and Atlanta. Wow. That's so Joey crazy. Joey Harrington. That's a blast from the Joey past. Joey Harrington. Yeah, terrible game. All right. I'll uh, do the them Raiders. Boys. Take them boys. The Raiders and the Cowboys. Raiders come ahead with a overtime field goal to win 36-33. This was a slobber knocker. A lot of field goals were kicked in this game as well. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Derek Carr had a touchdown. Trudier, he threw that to Deshaun Jackson, who remembered how to run after a catch this game, which was great. He also drew a lot of pass interferences down the field. Yeah. At least two gigantic pass interferences. Yeah. It was, they had, I forgot, it was 
the most penalties in a game in a long time. It was ridiculous. Yep. Just terrible. Yep. Uh, Josh Jacobs had a touchdown on the ground. Say his name right. Josh Jacobs, Jingleheimer Schmidt. There it is. Put some respect on his name. I yeah, apologize. Exactly. We haven't called his name in a while. I, forgot. I know because he's the worst. Yeah, and you're gonna love this, Marcus Mariota. <laughs> oh he my had God. a touchdown that as well. That was so weird. It was a Taysom Hill situation. Yeah. Totally Apparently was. that's their new thing. They'll bring him in and he'll just wildcat it right in. Yeah. So now well, you it know. wouldn't be a wildcat, but you know, you know he's gonna run. He's a quarterback. Yeah. Sure. Uh, and then Renfro had a bunch of targets, caught eight for 134 yards. Yep. So uh, he was good on the offense. Uh, the losing Cowboys, who are now seven and four, they're they're kind of falling off. Uh, Dak had two touchdowns, one to Schultz and one to McKeon. Interesting. Gallup had eight targets. Cedric Wilson had ten targets. Noah Brown had nine targets. Uh, C.D. Lamb and uh, Amari Cooper had no targets because they didn't play. Yeah, and C.D. Lamb, I had him. I didn't realize how many leagues I have C.D. Lamb in. Mm -hmm. I literally, sitting there on Thanksgiving during the Detroit game, the Detroit game, I had to go through and take him out of, I'm talking 25-plus lineups. I believe it. And, you know, all of these websites, like Sleeper in particular, I don't know if it's my phone or if it's the site, but it's slow when you're going team-to-team trying to like get it it, it switched. Yeah. Probably just the you know the network or server or whatever. I don't yeah. know. I'm not a tech guy. Not tech savvy. But man, it took me so long to trying to get him out of every lineup. But I to- I don't know if I told you I bought a brand shiny new CD Lamb jersey to wear on Thanksgiving. You did. Tell so me. of course he had a concussion and didn't play. Right. Obvious. Yeah, it, it was fitting. Obvious. Right, go ahead. And Sorry. then that's okay. Uh, Zeke had a touchdown on the ground as well. Um, but Gallup and Wilson both accumulated over a hundred yards uh, receiving. Yeah. So. Good for them. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything to share in this game? Um, just that it was nice that Cedric Wilson filled in and got some um, stats because I had to start him in at least one place and I didn't end up winning, but it was nice that he actually did that. Um, Elliot has looked slow and not very good. Um, yeah. Pollard is the more explosive guy right now, but he did fall in the end zone. So yeah, they're talking about limiting Zeke, but then. Jerry Jones comes on and says, we're going to ride Zeke. So, who knows? Yeah, ride Zeke and then shift to Pollard next year or something like that. I don't know. But he's best friends with Dak, so maybe Dak will have a problem with that. And then this game was the most watched regular season game since 1990. 38.5 million viewers. Wowzers. A lot of viewers. Wowzers. And Dak had his first career incomplete pass in overtime. Wow. Yeah. He was 18 for 18 in four career overtime games. Okay. Is that awesome? Yeah. Yeah. All right, Thanksgiving night, Bills 31-6 to over the Saints. Put it down. Simeon threw one touchdown pass it's, in a pathetic game, and it went to Nick Vanette. Simeon. Yeah, okay. Um, you know where Nick Vanette went to school? Uh, yeah. Um, Zips. Yeah, yeah. No, he was went to the IOC University. Um, the receivers were all really bad. Uh, the running game, they had no... <laughs> Ingram, who I didn't get him out of several spots. Oh, that sucks. I know. And they had no Kamara, so it was Tony Jones, and he was not good. It was just a really bad offensive game. I'm seeing his average as 1.7 on 16 carries. Yeah. That's not very good. And his longest was 11 yards. Yep. Oh, boy. That means most of them were real bad. Stuffed. So, uh, Buffalo, on the other hand, Josh Allen was pretty good. He threw four touchdown passes. He He threw one to Diggs, 7 for 74. He threw two to Dawson Knox, who is back and better than ever. Heck yes. And Matt Breida, he's alive yeah. and uh, involved. 
Yeah. He might be the best running back on that team right now, mm-hmm. minus Josh Allen. Uh, the running game was pretty lame. It was Devin Singletary getting most of the carries for 44 yards, but uh, nothing much to speak of there. Josh Allen, 8 for 43. Josh Allen actually had a really good yeah. really good game. Very good game. But uh, the Saints' run defense is really good, so that makes sense. Yeah, and uh, I think Moss, Zach Moss, was a coach's decision, a DNP coach's decision. Yeah, I remember when I traded at my 2023 second for him in Frozen. Yeah. Doesn't make me look very smart. Not at all. Thanks. I mean, <laughs> he'll come back in. I know, I'm just kidding. Uh, Trevor Seaman has lost each of his four starts this season. You know that? <laughs> the yeah. Saints were 5-2 and two with Winston as a starter. Well, and now we know why uh, Taysom is starting tonight. Yeah, because Seaman is terrible. He's all, oh. dry, he's all dried up. <laughs> and then uh <laughs> he's really he's really swimming upstream <laughs> he's really itching to get on the bench uh since 2019 the bills are 16 and one when games uh with josh allen has at least a touchdown pass or rush in the first quarter so when they start early and hot they do pretty well and then we talked about dawson knox um, it was his seventh receiving touchdown of the year. That's the most among tight ends in a season in Bill's history. Wow. Seven. They don't really have very good tight ends. Buffalo doesn't produce too many tight ends. Nope, they've got very loose ends there for sure. Yeah, but Dawson Knox is the tightest of ends in yes. all of Buffalo. Yes. Yeah, it's pretty fantastic. Nice, what you got next? Yeah, I got the uh, Steelers... Uh, putting a whammy on uh well no they got pounded taking a whammy taking a whammy uh they said no whammies no whammies it was was better my head cincinnati Bengals won for big money big money (laughs) and pittsburgh got the whammy 41 to 10 holy crap uh big ben was terrible one touchdown that went to uh, fat pat fryermuth uh no rushing game uh deontay johnson had uh nine catches for 95 yards so that helped him which helped me I love him. <laughs> and he's catching all the balls, too. He's not dropping as many, so that's great. Uh, but for the winning team, uh, what can you say that hasn't already been said about Joe Mixon's season? 28 rushes, 165 yards, two tutties. Have I not been paying attention that he's been this good? This year he's coming on. I just kind of gave up on him, so I don't know what I – I wasn't paying much attention. He's healthy now. That's why. When he's healthy, he's good. When he's obviously injured, he's not in. Yeah. Crazy. How that works. Oh, um, when he's injured, he doesn't play. Yeah. So then his stats are much worse than when he plays. Much worse. But Got then it. sometimes he'll play injured and he's not as good. Ah, fair. Yeah. That's how that works. Then I take back my snark. <laughs> Joe Burrow went 20-24 for 190 and a touchdown. That touchdown went to T. Higgins, who finally had himself a game. That was great to see. Oh, could I just tell you? My lovely wife just texted me. Yeah. Knows we're out here recording. And she just texted me, do you know where the gum came from that's in the cabinet? <laughs> Did you take a picture of it? Did she, No, but like she must have just decided this was the time to clear out things from the cabinet. Do you know what gum she's As far as I know, about. Zach and Laura are still in there. I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, probably came from like school, I guess. Yeah. I don't even know. Huh. Anyway, continue. Sorry. Ah, that's okay. Uh, Joe Burr also got a rushing touchdown, by the by. Saved his day. Uh, yeah, but Higgins, uh, six for 114 and a touchdown. 
Um, in games where it's mostly been Chase and Boyd and some Uzoma, it's good to see Higgins finally getting some absolutely uh, some action absolutely. there on eight targets. Agreed. Well, uh, did you mention Najee Harris being bad? Yeah. Well, yeah. he just really didn't have much to do. I mean, he was bad. He had eight yeah. carries, and they didn't do anything with him. And he had three catches, didn't do anything with well, those. I mean, also the game, the game plan kind of dictated his yeah, carries. Yeah, he's been active in the passing game, so it's weird that he wouldn't even get that. Hey, I'm not a coach. I don't know. <laughs> Fair enough. So the the Bengals won forty one ten to sweep Pittsburgh for the first time since two thousand nine, and the Steelers have been held to a season low ten points twice this season, both at the hands of the Bengals. Go figure. Wow. Yeah. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. 21-14 over the Texans. Zach Wilson was back, and he's terrible. The Zach attack <laughs> is back, Jack. 145 yards and an interception. But... Um, his big receiver is Braxton Berrios. Elijah Moore is, like, the best. He's, like, the eighth best wide receiver since week seven. He's been, like, really, really good. And he couldn't even manage anything because this quarterback he is so bad. He had eight targets. I mean, that he helps. had the, he's get, he got the targets. Yeah. Absolutely, you can't complain about that. But it just it's bad. Um, and the running game, Tevin Coleman, sixteen for sixty-seven. Unless you're playing in a point per carry, which right. some of us do. Yeah. And started he and Tyler Johnson. Um, he was really bad. Uh, but they won. But they did win. They did win. The Texans, uh, Taylor was a little better, two touchdowns. He threw him to Brandon Cooks and to Brevin Jordan. And the running game was really bad. And that's all I have to say about that. Say it again. Brevin Jordan with a receiving touchdown. That's exciting to see. So there must have been defensive yeah. touchdowns. Yeah. I picked uh, Jordan up in, in a couple leagues. I drafted him in a few leagues. And it's good to see he's finally getting some action. You tried to draft him in a Devi league when I had already drafted him. It happens. It's ingrained in my memory. Yeah, I drink a lot when I draft. Um, Zach Wilson had a rushing touchdown, though, actually, in this game. So there's six points from there. For sure. And then something named Austin Walter had a rushing touchdown as Ooh. well. Exactly. I picked him up in uh, a couple leagues. I was going to say, I picked him up one place. I don't yeah. remember where. Um, and the it Jets... may have been the point per carry, actually, just oh. in case. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. Uh, the Jets now have more wins against teams above 500 than the Rams this year. <laughs> Isn't that bad? Crazy. And then, uh, yeah, the Jets have beaten both the Titans and the Bengals this year, who have had winning records. Weird. Yeah. Weird wild stuff. What do you got next? Yeah, I'll take the Bucks and the Colts. Do it. Uh, Tom Brady loves playing the Colts. He beats up on the Colts. Any chance he gets. Mm-hmm. Um, and they win 38-31. He wasn't the main guy. Do- he wasn't doing the beating this game. No, no, no. I'm just saying he likes to beat the Colts. The sure. main guy, Leonard Fournette. Yeah, Can buddy. you believe the Jags cut Fournette? No. Unbelievable. Fournette looks really good. Gosh. 100 yards. He hit the century mark. Three touchdowns on the ground. And he caught Brady's lone passing touchdown as well. So he had himself a game. It was fun to see. And then Gronk had 123 yards receiving as well. Godwin was a, a non-factor. Mike Evans was a non-factor. Uh, I hate so Mike Evans. Can't stand Mike <laughs> Evans. Uh, but yeah, and then Fournette added seven receptions 
to the mix too. Yep. So he had a an he had awesome a game. game. It was yep. it was fun to watch. Uh, on the losing end, Wentz three touchdowns. They went to Doyle. Doolin had a big sixty-two yard catch for a touchdown. And uh, I thought this guy was dead. T. Y. Hilton. Question mark. Isn't he fifty? Yeah, fifty-one. I think he turns fifty this week. Just turned fifty-one. Yeah. Uh, and then Jonathan Taylor. Uh, could not repeat last week's magic, week 11's magic, so he had a touchdown on 83 yards. Rushing. Uh IDP non-alert. Uh, Kenny Moore really let me down in this game. Mm. I'm sorry. Two tackles. It was just, it was bad. And I needed, I needed him. I needed him. But Darius Leonard had like 20 tackles. Yeah, 15, yeah. It He's was all huge. over the place. Yep. And then uh, Fournette with his fourth touchdown... It's only the third four-touchdown game in Buccaneers history. You could probably name one of the guys who did it. Of the guys who did what? Four touchdowns in a game for the Bucs. All-stop? No. More recent. No longer in the league, though. More recent, no longer in the league. Uh, He had a nickname that he hated. Oh, Muscle Hamster. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Doug Martin did it. And then Jimmy Giles back in 1985. We all remember Jimmy Giles. Oh, of course. Yeah. Absolutely. Go way back. Absolutely. Yeah. Not to be confused with Brian Giles of the Cleveland Indians. Correct. I saw his first major league at bat in the Metrodome against the Twins, and it was a home run. Get out. And little eighth grade Ralph was like, who's this no name they're bringing in? Oh, it's a home run? I like him. <laughs> And that's when you start letting, liking the Indians. Uh, well, no, I already like the Indians. I know. Um, although now I have to be done with baseball. It's unfortunate. Uh, Gronkowski, mentioned uh, him. He yeah. was huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's, he's back. Big, yeah, he's a big guy. He's back. Yeah, they locked up. I mean, up, he's physically they? big, and he played big in this game. Huh. He's just clearly such the trusted guy for for uh, Brady. Well, they're best friends. They're BFFs. They love each other. Uh, Antonio Brown wasn't back in this game, but I think he is coming back. Did he play in this game? Did not play in this game. He's been suspended for three games. No, he hasn't. For COVID-related. Are you serious? Two or three games, yeah. So he's not coming back for a while. Just follow the rules, bro. What yeah. do you think this is, that's America? That's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. Follow the rules. Ugh. All right, Falcons over the Jaguars. <laughs> uh, we got a bird over a cat here, 21 to 14. Oh, we do a bird over a cat. <laughs> Good catch. I thought you'd like that. Good catch. It's um, a, a callback oh, right there. That's thank what you. you call it. Appreciate that. Uh, let's see. So Matt Ryan threw a touchdown. He threw it to Russell Gage. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps when Pitts has four guys defending him every single time. That yeah. guys like Gage can get open a little bit. Uh, Patterson only caught a couple of catches in his first game back, but he did have 16 rushes for 108 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. So he continues to be their best running back and it's not particularly close. And I love him. Call him Corduroy. We've got a good sure. thing going. Yeah, you can call him that. Uh, yep, so that was uh, them. And then Trevor Lawrence, he threw a touchdown. It went to Tavon Austin. What year right. is this? He's right. alive and not dead. <clears throat> Excuse me. Careful. Um, James Robinson. Uh, James Robinson, he had 17 carries for 86 yards. Nice to see him back and involved. He had three catches for 29 yards. That's a nice little floor. And... Uh, Laquan Treadwell, four for 53. He was their leading receiver. What? I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, what? This game featured two uh, former first-round picks of the Vikings, Patterson and Treadwell. 
if you ever think it's the safe dynasty first round drafting move to take a first round NFL wide receiver and you figure you're just made in the shade, you just remember Laquan Treadwell. Yeah. Just remember him. Just remember him. Just remember him. Yeah, I can say that because I drafted him. Ouchie! Well, yeah, because he was a Viking, and so you couldn't help yourself. All right. Yeah. It's just, Megaquan. Yeah, we, I know. We, I just can't we believe still call that, him yeah, Megaquan. Bizarre. He had so much potential. Um, it is nice that um, Trevor Lawrence uh, overcame his allergy to throwing touchdowns. <laughs> I had this conversation with Kurt because I was like, am I crazy in Westeros to put one of my running backs, it was two weeks ago, I think, over Trevor Lawrence in the flex. And he's like, not the way it he's should be crazy, but it's not. He literally can't score touchdowns right now. It's 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 insane. Yeah. Anyway, got anything else for this? Yeah. The Jags last appeared on Monday Night Football in 2011. The team with the next longest drought is the Panthers, last appearing in 2018. Jeez. Every other team has appeared on Monday Night Football at least once since 2019. Jeez. Yeah, so Jags, not good. Not good. Not good. Not gonna do it. Uh, speaking of the Panthers, yes. they lost to the Dolphins. Yes, they did. Panthers are on a downward spiral yeah and the dolphins they're going the same they're going different directions right now yeah uh cam newton two ints he looked pretty good his first game back yeah and now stat wise at least he had some terrible throws uh pj walker came in relief and was equally bad did he get benched or was it just because they were getting killed he was benched yeah yeah it was terrible uh mccaffrey only ran 10 times uh he is now (laughs) gone for the season (laughs) Zanar. Make way for Hubba Bubba Chubba Hubbard. I gave up so much form in Westeros, but in Frozen, he was pretty much gifted to me by your brother in law. Uh, But Newton did have a rushing touchdown. He gave him one of these, and then Moore was really the only one to own with four catches for 103 yards. Everything else was booty. Tommy Tremble caught one, though, so that's exciting. Tiny, tiny, Tommy Tremble. Tremble. Wish it could have been Tiny Tommy Tremble with a tutty, but that didn't happen. Is it? Is it Tadog who claims that nickname? Yeah, it's a good nickname. Did he actually come up with that nickname? He's got it copyrighted. <laughs> really? Copywritten, so don't copy me. Uh, don't sue me. Yeah. Sue me, sue me. <laughs> All right. How about the dolphin side? <laughs> Tua had a touchdown. Trudy Air that went to Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle and Tua have a. Very great relationship now. It's it's fun to watch. And he actually had some bigger catches this game. It wasn't all the... Because yeah, yeah. his points per... Or his yards per catch have been really low. Yeah. Uh, Ten targets, caught nine, 137, and a touchdown. Miles Gaskin, I've got him in a couple important leagues, and he scored me two touchdowns, so that was very... Lucky. ...fun to see. I was glad Gaskin got it going. Sure. Lucky. And then Philip Lindsley had 42 rushing yards as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I had mentioned Joey Harrington yeah. earlier. Yeah. Cam Newton's day of five of twenty-one, which my math is twenty-three point eight percent. Okay. Is the lowest by a quarterback with twenty plus attempts in a game since Joey Harrington went five of twenty-two for the Lions in two thousand four. <laughs> Anytime you're no mentioned in the same breath as Joey Harrington, run. Do better. Truth. Terrible. Truth. Oh, this is such a good pairing. Oh, good, buddy. I'm glad you're happy. I'm I'm happy that you're happy. I'm in garage party heaven right now. 
making progress on the insulation. It looks great. Working my way around. It looks so great. Got to the window there. Working your way Got around, to the TV that way. Up wood, insulating. It's, and <laughs> it's rough timing, too. Like, yesterday, today, we're both, like, borderline 50 degrees. Yeah. Next couple days are going to be that way, but it's Claire's birthday weekend, mm. so, like, I can't be out here working on yeah. it. And then it's going to get down. It's going to be, like, 30s next week. Yeah. It's just getting lower and lower. Oh, I want to finish it so bad. You could say, hey, I got your birthday gift. Got your hammer. Come out and join <laughs> me. I'm good. <laughs> My work, gift is I'm disappearing. You work better alone. I do. Hmm. Pole vaulters, am I right? She can... Never mind. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, the Patriots, they smacked the Tennessee Titans around. Oh, they did. Mac Jones, 3-10 and two touchdowns. He threw them to uh, Kendrick Bourne, both of them, actually. Kendrick Bourne had a really nice, his, uh, one of the touchdowns was a 41-yard. He yeah, ran. All he does is score touchdowns. He ran all over the Titans' defense. It all was he does is score touchdowns. I actually picked him up. I used the rest of my, um, I used the rest of my money in, uh, oh my gosh, in Westeros to pick him up. Because yeah. if Hopkins doesn't play, I'm going to work him right mm-hmm. on in there. Sure. Um, let's see. So it was Kendrick Bourne with the two touchdowns, Jacoby Myers with five for 98, no touchdowns. No, um, no touchdowns. Back to his old ways. He's starting a new, back to his old ways. Uh, the big, uh, rushing total for yards was Stevenson and it was Harris on the ground with a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, on the Titan side, uh, Tanny only threw for 93 yards and a touchdown. <laughs> 90. That's terrible. 90, He's 90. He threw. He threw for. Oh, yeah. And then on, my brain just broke. On 11 catches. Yeah. Too. 11 for 21 for 93 and a touchdown. And one of those 11 or one of those 21 attempts was an interception on top of it. Yeah. Uh, it was. Is that Dontrell Hilliard is alive and well? Live and well. Anyway, he had 12 for 131 and a touchdown. Deontay Foreman had 19 for 109. What? Who needs Derrick Henry? <laughs> and Westbrook had the touchdown catch. Uh, I, I, I don't, I don't even, I don't even, you know, I don't even know. So well, that again, was it. they they're suiting up 86, 87 players. I mean, they are torched with injuries. No AJ Brown, no Julio Jones. I mean, they're. I I was watching the. Oh yeah, AJ Brown's on IR. I was watching the game, yeah. and it's like they only dressed three wide receivers. Goodness and, gracious. And Hollister got hurt. So, <laughs> Michael Pruitt reception, Swaim reception, Berkser a reception, right? So, they're getting everybody in there. That's, it's nutso. Nutso. And then, uh, so the Patriots started the season two and four. They're now the number two seed in the AFC. They've rattled off six straight. I know. It's crazy. And they play the Bills yeah. on Monday night. It's going to be a fun game. It's going to be a fun game, and I heard it might be a snowstorm. Heck yes. Oh, my gosh. Even that, better. That might be a Monday night football game. I might actually ask Claire if I can put it on the actual TV. Oh. And actually watch it. Usually I have it on my iPad. Just Calling a favor, huh? Huddled in shame. Nice. And then uh, they've also completed the Patriots have their sixth undefeated month of November in the Belichick era. <laughs> He's such a great coach. Yep. Coach of the year. For sure. I think the question between he and Brady, I think they're both amazing. Yeah. I was, it was just the perfect mesh. 
yeah. for their entire careers. They're both good. Or for the entire, you know, for that all that time in their careers. Yep. All right. I think you're up. Hey, we're really flying through these. We can get we can get these done in the first hour, and then we can just have all this chatty chat. Yeah, about even else. we did some chatty chat too in the beginning. No, I'm really flying through Gosh, these. Though. We're good. Don't get distracted by this pole vault. In the Go! battle, in the battle of the NFC East, the Eagles lose to the Giants. This year has just been crazy. There were some bad games. That was part. That's part of the thing. There hasn't been a lot of offense to talk about. This year has just been nuts. Yep. I mean, just overall. Agreed. Um, Jalen hurts. Uh, this stat line hurts. Three ints. Um, he did rush seventy-seven yards, so that was great. Boston Scott had a touchdown. I was hoping to go to Sanders, but he got wah, little wah. Sanders is a little banged up, oh. so that's no fun. Um, in the passing game. Uh, there's really nothing to report other than Goddard getting three targets, caught one for zero friggin' yards. How does that even happen? I hate it. I don't even understand. I don't like Hurts at all as a quarterback. Yeah, I know. That's rough. I mean, Goddard is a beast. He's a dream. Doesn't make any sense. No. Um, South Dakota's just throwing hay bales all day. For the winning team, I mean, honestly, they didn't really do much better. Nope. Nope. Danny Dimes... Threw one uh, to their fourth string tight end, Chris Myrick. Chris Myrick. You wouldn't want that to go to somebody that anybody started in fantasy. That's no, sure. like an Evan Ingram, maybe. Maybe. Or a Barkley would have been nice. Maybe. A Barkley had 40 yards rushing, four catches, 113 yards. Not a good game at all. Um, speaking of receiving. It's been more than a month since a wide receiver caught a touchdown for the Giants. Jeez. The last touchdown was Dante Pettis <laughs> against the Panthers. That's insane. Only Sterling Shepard, John Ross, and Darius Slayton have caught a touchdown, and they all only have one each. <laughs> the two, the Giants only scored two offensive touchdowns the last two weeks. One was the left tackle, Andrew Thomas, and the other was a four-string tight end, Chris Myrick. <laughs> you just have to laugh because it's so bad. And they won the friggin' game. And if you're starting Barkley at this point, you are you you don't want to win. Or you're desperate. At this point, starting Barkley is tanking because yeah. he's bad. It's, it's he's, pretty funny. He's really bad. All right. I mean, when you got guys like Dontrell Hilliard looking like superstars, I mean, there are there. Are, whoa, careful! Hey, yo. There are there are other options. <coughs> got anything else for that? No, I'm good. Chargers, the LA Clippers lose 13 to 28 to the Broncos. San Diego Super Chargers. Justin Herbert, 303 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. He also added four for 36 on the ground. Mm-hmm. The touchdowns went to Austin Eckler through the air, who added a very modest running game as well. And Jared Cook caught a touchdown. Gross. Mike Williams continues to be mediocre the majority of the time. Yep. And that was their offense. Yep. Uh, Keenan Allen, 7 for 85. Yeah, well. I mean, that's pretty much what Keenan Allen does. Yeah, well. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, 129 yards and a touchdown. He came out a little for a little while for Locke to come in, but I don't think it was any longer than just a short mm-hmm. stint. Melvin Gordon, 17 for 83 on the ground. And it was Jamonte Williams with 14 for 54 and a touchdown. And then Bridgewater ran one in himself. Sure did. The touchdown that was thrown. Hey, we got a member of the one 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 club Get excited. Saubert. I would say it's Eric Saubert. The, the T is silent. 
Sabel. So, uh, Saga, not going to work here anymore anyway. Not going to catch you anymore. Um, Yeah, and then the receivers were bad. I mean, Javante Williams added three for 57. That was great, but the receivers themselves, Judy, 26, uh, uh, 25, Patrick, 26, Sutton, 17. They all had two catches. It's bad. Yeah, it's sad that the... And Noah Fant? Ugh. Can't start him. I'm starting that fat pat. I know. It's sad that... uh... The Broncos are six and five because they're going to be stuck in the middle of the first round, and they can't get a good quarterback. Stuck in the middle of the first. They're going to be stuck with Bridgewater and Locke again yep. this next year. Even though we love, hey Teddy, hey Teddy, Teddy don't, don't you want to come to my birthday party? Party. Ooh, that was harmonizing. <laughs> Wrap it up. Congratulations to Chargers. Keenan Allen reaching 70 catches in game number 111, tying Antonio Brown for the fastest in NFL history. Boom. Yeah. I'm ramming it. Ram it. Rams lose to the Packers. Ram it and pack it. Ram pack and pack it. Pack and ram it. 36-28. I didn't watch a lick of this game. I don't know what I was doing. I watched some. It was boring. Stafford 3 It was touchdown. a high-scoring, boring game. Yeah. High-scoring, boring. You just rhymed. Uh, Stafford, three touchdowns, went to Jefferson, Beckham, Henderson. Oh, I was at my in-laws. Mm, That's why. And mm. we just had the Vikings game on. That's Makes why. sense. Yeah. Boo. I uh, think I'm just bored when I watch the Packers. I think that's the problem. Yeah. I'm just it. uninterested. I don't even have that much of a problem with them. And Aaron Rodgers, I'm kind of, he's kind of growing on me mm-hmm. for certain reasons. But I just, I'm uninterested when they're for playing for some reasons. reasons. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Uh, Cup had seven for 96, but could not get in the end zone. Rushing game was booty. I think Henderson got hurt in this game, too. I think so, too. Otherwise, yeah. why did, would Sony be uh, For the Wieners, Rogers threw for two, ran for one. Uh, Dylan had <laughs> 69 yards on the ground. My guy, Devontae, eight for 104, but no touchdowns. This has been a theme for Devontae now. He gets the catches, gets the yards, but Cobb and friggin' A.J. Dylan get the touchdowns. I hate it. Yeah, but I'll take eight for 104 any, I will any too, day of the it, week, and it, the touchdowns work themselves out. But if you add You'd it, rather have that than somebody who gets only if touchdowns. If you have eight for 104 and one, oh. Yeah. True. It'd be nice. Okay. I'm just saying. All right. I'll yeah. agree. you have anything on that? Nope. Couple quick hitters. I don't. Stafford's now 9-70 and 70 against teams with a winning record in his career. So it might not have been that Detroit was terrible. Could it be Stafford? Um, Stafford, my understanding is Stafford is dealing with a litany of injuries. He is very injured, that's It's correct. his hand, his arm, his shoulder. My back, his my neck. head, his ear, his nose hurts. Yeah. Um, he's he's, he's got, got an ingrown uh, toenail, an ingrown beard. pinky nail. Yeah, his belly button he has got an abscessed tooth. Yeah, he hernia. sat on a pin. Mm. His wife sat on him. <laughs> Broke his nose. <laughs> Uh, Rams are 0-3 since uh, Von Miller woke up on their team. And uh, Stafford has thrown the same amount of pick six as the last three games as Rodgers has his entire career. Uh, hey, yeah. IDP alert. Troy Reader, 13 tackles. Did I see correctly you're starting Troy Reader in Westeros? No, he's on my bench. Oh, but you did. You do have him. I've had him for and, weeks, and, and he's I'm been out. looking pretty good. Yeah, but I my my linebackers are awesome. I tried to trade him last year, and I think I just ended up cutting him. Yeah, I got that's him. the problem. There's so many linebackers because yeah. I would never start him, so there was no point in holding him. Right, it. he's uh. I thought somebody would trade me. He's for him. an injury stash. Yeah, nice. 
It's good to have. It's a good problem to True. have. True. True story. Well, we'll just focus on the 49ers being good. I don't want to talk about it. All right, the 49ers beat the Pointy Noses uh, 34 to 26. Um, Pinocchio himself had 238 and two touchdowns with an interception. Uh, his two touchdowns went to Thielen, who looked pretty good. Yeah. Cook had six for 64 through the air and 10 for 39 on the ground, but he is now injured. Dislocated shoulders. Yeah, the, uh... so he's going to be out, and it's going to be the Alexander Alexander Madison show yeah. this weekend. Um, and he had a touchdown, even yeah. in this game coming in. Uh, Justin Jefferson threw a pass, by the way, and mm-hmm. completed it for 24 yards. Mm-hmm. He also had four for 83 through the air, and that was the Vikings. Oh, come on. Uh, sorry. Too mean? That's just like a... Too easy. It's too easy? It's too easy. Yeah, we take the high road here? We do. Okay. So, I'm just so ask, sorry. Just ask Ascar. Yes. <laughs> Take the high road here. All right. Jimmy Jawline had 230 and a touchdown and an interception. Nah, a touchdown. He'd, he'd turn me. Went, went to Jennings. <laughs> Brandon Ayuk caught three catches for 91 yards. Use check got involved with 37 yards. Yeah. It was the rushing game, though, uh, yeah. which was... Predicted to be the case because the Vikings do not have a good running defense. Ran all over him. Elijah Mitchell, 27 for 133 and 1. Hello! Uh, and then Debo had two rushing touchdowns before he got hurt. And he's going to be out a couple weeks now. Yep. So now, the second best running back on the team is out. And so Elijah Mitchell is going to get all those juicy carries. Yep. He also had five for 35 through the air. Yeah, he I game. love Elijah Mitchell. Yeah, he's I good. hope he has some staying power. Yeah, I do too. Um, I mean, but he, I mean, he's been so good. He really should. Yeah. So. And uh, shout out to Kini Nwangwu, the Vikings rookie, who was injured the first half of the season. And he now has two kickoff returns for a touchdown. It's awesome. Kick and fly. Awesome. Iowa State. One of my managers at work is an Iowa State fan. Oh, so yeah. The bra- Cyclones. He's bragging that he knew about Nwangwu before anybody else did. So whatever marv yeah he probably he's probably a big brock purdy guy big Brees hall guy sure yeah that's their but, two big guys yeah right but now, we right? don't know anything about. no uh, i don't know an s-o-l-e in that yes, class one s-o-l-e <laughs> actually those guys are 22 anyway oh hello <laughs> Ew, i'll go next game you do it yeah browns ravens speaking of quarterbacks throwing a lot of pathetic oh, interceptions my goodness yeah. lamar jackson uh, threw four interceptions. Yeesh. He did throw one touchdown to our guy, Mike Andrews, though. Mark Andrews. <laughs> I was like, who's Mike Andrews? His cousin. <laughs> it's his dad's name. It is, actually. How'd you know? <laughs> um, He did manage 68 rushing yards, but those four INTs were no good. But they still won. They did win. Because the Browns were hapless. The Browns are bad. On offense, they had no rushing game, even with Hunt and Chubb. I know, both of them in the game. Was, How does that work? What's wrong with Chubb? How does that work? It's almost, at this point, it's almost better for Adam that Chubb has on by this week when I play him. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, but Landry had a big game, 6 for 111. Uh, and Joku had a, a receiving touchdown. Hey, Harrison Bryant, 3 for 50. That's good to see. I like that. On three targets, like that. Even. Look at that. Shoot, he caught it all was, three. It was Lamar's first four-interception game in his career. I'm trying to believe. 
It's hard to believe that's his first four interception game. I know. I don't know. I don't know. You know, I have a, a crazy stat for you. Do it. Actually, two. The Ravens are the only team in the Super Bowl era to score fewer than 17 points, have fewer than 325 total yards, throw at least four more interceptions than their opponent, and still win the game. Those teams with those numbers were oh. 275 and one. Wow. I know. That's an incredible stat. It is. I'm really glad I paid attention for yeah. that one. Can you repeat it? The only team to win while having under 325 yards. Yep. Four more interceptions than their opponent. Yep. And score under 17 points. Yeah. Yeah. You were good. Two out of three. Thanks. And then I would have gotten to it. Twice this season the Browns have scored over 40 points. And then the next three games combined failed to score 40 points. <laughs> wow. All right. Talk about an inconsistent team. Talk about inconsistency. Talk about it. <clears throat> All right. One more game. We got the uh, team formerly known as the Redskins, seventeen to fifteen over the Seahawks. Why are they pushing this pole vault around me? She pops up every time. Oh, she's really popping up, huh? The pole. Okay, um, seventeen to fifteen over the Seahawks. Uh, <laughs> Wilson two forty-seven and two touchdowns. He threw a touchdown to Gerald Everett and to Freddie <clears throat> Swaim, so that just helped no one. Uh, Lockett at three for ninety six, which is nice, and DJ Dallas at five for twenty seven through the air, which was pretty fun. Excuse me, Jesus Christ, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, the running game was there was nothing to speak of for the running game, oh. and DK Metcalf was absolutely nowhere to be found. I'm sorry, we'll talk more about that later. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Heineke, uh, two twenty three and a touchdown and interception. The inter- or sorry, the touchdown went to J D McKissick, who got knocked out with a concussion. McLaurin, Scary Terry, as they as they call him, Scary McTorin, Scary McScorin, Terry McScorin, no Scary McScorin, Terry Scary Terry McScorin, no too much, yeah, four for fifty one, uh, Carter at forty two, Gibson at thirty five through the air, and he added twenty nine for one hundred eleven on the ground, so he had a huge game. That is Swiss Army knifing that we're doing there. Logan Thomas came back three for 31, um, but he's got some really nice tight end matchups for the rest of the year is yep. what I heard today. And that's that. You had a couple of 14 tackle guys on the Seahawks. Speaking of IDP alerts, we weren't speaking of it. I just brought it up. Yeah. Wagner and Brooks both have 14 total tackles. Oh, they were flying all over yep. the place. All over the place. Yeah. Because I had Tony Pollard with a touchdown. Really? Yeah. I started him in the Laker League. 58-yard touchdown. Hello! I started him in Laker. Congratulations. Um, what was I going to say? I'm not keeping this thing lit tonight. Yeah, I, I was watching this game because it had some serious Westeros implications. Sure did. And uh, those linebackers were being called all throughout the game. Bobby Wagner just, he's a beast. Yeah. Yeah, I love him. Um, and then McKissick stole a touchdown from Gibson. Like, Gibson was running, and then McKissick took the ball out of his hands and says, I'm going to take this touchdown. Did he really? No, I'm oh. just saying. 
it would have been nice to have Gibson with the rushing touchdown, not McKissick. Well, sure. With all of Gibson's effort this game. Well, sure. I mean, you don't they, need this, do you? No. They were pimping, you know, Gibson, how he was a, a wide receiver up until, you know, he came into the league. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't really cut much. Nope. Just give him a lane and he's gone. Yep. He's fun to watch when he runs. Sure. It's a good time. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and Russell Wilson has 91 passing touchdowns in the fourth quarter overtime since being drafted in 2012. My, oh, my. My, oh, my. And I have one more thing, but we can save it for the next segment. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a break. We uh, got everything in under an hour. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about good. stuff, and uh, we'll be back in... In two and two, baby. everybody we have commissioner we have a commissioner situation to talk about Uh-oh. so we'll be nice about it we'll just give you the kind of the the situation here yeah. so we got a league we got frozen it's our super deep He's super deep senior dynasty not super deep anymore right. it was super deep it was super deep at the time that we uh joined it started whatever yeah uh, this is the one where i have won three consecutive championships going for my fourth but that's neither here nor there. Neither here so, nor there. So there are a lot of interesting wrinkles thrown into the commissioning and scheduling of this league that are kind of a pain to keep track of, pain to, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, for example, and, and the first little bit is kind of new this year. It's kind of been getting tweaked and tried to be perfecting. Week one, you play against the worst, it's best against the worst all the way back down to the middle teams. Week two, it's the best of the best. So I played against Claire because I beat her in the championship. Yep. Week three is a division matchup. You have two division opponents, and you have a double matchup against your division. Double header. In yeah. week three. Uh, actually, that's week three and week 13. Right. Uh, the idea there is that when your team is full strength, meaning there's no bye weeks... You're playing a double matchup against your division. And the idea was it would cause like division rivalries, yeah. which I, I like that idea. I think it's kind of fun. Yeah. Then weeks four through 12, you were supposed to be playing all of the other teams in the, in the league mm-hmm. that aren't your division. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be random matchups. Yeah. So the problem happened this year. Well, first of all, when you're being a commissioner transparency is very important when you're supposed to be doing something that's random you got to be obvious about how you're doing it you got to show you got to record yourself you got to have witnesses you can't just be doing it and then saying this is how it is willy-nilly can't do it you know if if the commissioner is playing against the best team in the league you know the year that michael thomas was michael thomas 
happens to be against him when Michael Thomas is on by. It looks shady because we didn't know how it was planned. Or this year. You know, you're playing against the best team in the league when Mahomes is on by. Looks shady because nobody knows how it happened. Transparency is very important. It's key. Kurt noticed that he was playing somebody he'd already played. Me. Yes, he was playing you again. Yeah. And it was within the weeks that were supposed to be random that where you weren't playing uh, an extra matchup. He voiced this. It was not fixed. Then it happened again that somebody was playing a double matchup. I think it was Kurt versus Claire, maybe? Something like that? Yeah. I can't remember. I don't know. It was another double matchup, and it was brought to the commissioner's attention again, and it was not dealt with. Mm. So finally, you know, Kurt was all riled up about it, and I don't blame him because it's it's pretty bad. And I was like, all right, we got to do something about this. So I started talking to Kurt about it, reaching out to commissioner. I, you know, I'm technically the vice commissioner, but I don't do a lot. Like, right. he kind of wants to have full control yeah, it's, of it. It's his baby. It's his baby. Yeah. I'm just there to kind of be the sounding board. Right. But I've said before, like, we, you need to, we need to set the schedule together so that there's multiple people involved. So we start talking about what to do. Because going through and figuring out, like, where the screw-ups are, it might... I mean, it's going to be hard to figure it out and get it all lined up. Yep. Commissioner says, oh, I have it right on my spreadsheet. I just didn't enter it right on Fantrax. The other thing was that every matchup was getting entered that week. They were being entered as we went. Which, again, looks shady. A little sketch. And you don't know who you have coming up, which affects how you do things. Mm. Like, Claire kept making the point that, you know, she would have traded Kelsey to Mike if she was out of the playoffs. But she was in the playoffs, or so she thought. So, it was a matter of how we were going to to remedy this. And so, I was talking to Kurt one day, and I said, would it be crazy to just suggest that we just completely randomize the season... Weeks four through current, you know, the four through 12, yeah. the ones that are supposed to be random, meaning it would change records, it would change... Change everything. Sched- it would change yeah. the record schedule, it would change the <clears throat> records, it would change people's matchups, and vote on it, and if people vote on it, then we would do that. And making it really obvious to, like, being very, again, being very transparent and saying, like, yep. here are your options. And... I basically took charge and I said, listen, this is going to be potentially what we do and we're going to put it to a vote. And I didn't give the commissioner a choice. I just said this is because there was a lot of conversation. Well, let me fix it. Let me fix it. And I there was a point where I just said, I don't trust you to fix it. You didn't fix it when it was brought up the first time. So no offense, but we got to do something about Mm -hmm. this. So we put it to a vote. And. You know, I I just figured I'd let the cards fall where they may because I knew it would help me because I have over 100 more points than the next closest team, and I was at 8-4 and because mm. I'd had a couple of bad matchup weeks. Pause. Pause for effect. You know, Kurt knew that it was going to hurt him mm-hmm. because he'd had a couple of beneficial matchup weeks, but he knew for the good of the league it was the right vote to right. make, so I respect him a lot for that. So, one of the votes we made was, do we 
keep it the same and try to figure out the errors, yep. which could take a while and be a pain. Or do we randomize it and just saying like this could this will change schedules, will change records, whatever. And I will say that he did fix it at one point. He saw something with me playing somebody else, and then he fixed it, and I jumped up to nine wins. And I'm thinking, hey, this is great. But even after he fixed it, I started going through and checking, and there mm. were there were still errors. It wasn't fixed. I still liked me with nine wins. I though. know, I know you did. But yeah. but at that point, the damage was done. Damage so, was done. So it was voted to randomize it. Yeah. So <clears throat> so the Wednesday before the Thanksgiving games. Mm. I went to trivia early to hold the table. Usually I do schoolwork, but it was Thanksgiving, so I didn't have schoolwork to do. And I went through and I came up with a plan. And it was basically set up a grid of team 1A, 1B, 1C, meaning Division 1, three teams. 2A, 2B, 2C, 3A, 3B, 3C, 4A, B, 2 And going both ways. Xing out half of it, so it's only left in the matchups. Making sure that I had it set up where every team played the other teams that weren't in the division once. Mm -hmm. Or, yeah, once. The challenge being... The challenge being that you can't just put it into a pure randomizer because it's more complicated than that. Because you can't match them up against their division teams. Right. So it had to be a little more than that. So I got all the matchups set up without names... And then I drew, we drew names out of a hat. We recorded the process. Yep. Claire was there. I watched it. And basically it was first first name was 1A. Second name, if it was in that division, was 1B. If it wasn't, it was 2A. Yep. Next one, if it was, you know, again, yeah, just yeah. down the line. So matchups were set and then it was random who was put in there. And then I went in and I inputted them all. Mm-hmm. And now it was set up. It changed the results a lot. It did. I went from eight and four to ten and two, mm-hmm. clear first place. Whereas I was going to be really struggling my way to a first round buy if I was going to get it before. Yeah. Um, it hurt Mike, I think, probably the most. Mm-hmm. He dropped a little bit, um, and he was just, you know, he just said, you know, it's a bummer of a situation. Yeah. Um, but you know, he also made the comment like, "This is this is the kind of thing where it makes people quit leagues." Mm-hmm. You know, this kind of this kind of stuff. And this isn't a league with random people. Like we know these people right. too. <clears throat> so or at least I know these people. Um so then the other thing was the NFL added another week. So we had one more week before the week fourteen division matchups. We had week thirteen where we had to decide mm-hmm. is this gonna be random where you play one of those random teams a second time? Is it going to be random where you could play a division team? Or Kurt's suggestion was an all-play where everybody just puts up their best points, six best scores, get a win, six worst scores, get a loss. Genius. Again, voting. That, yeah. Well, he's a beautiful mind. Yes. Uh, like Kurt. Again, that was again that was voted on, and so that was week 13. Yeah, this week. Yeah. Uh, is that this week, the double yeah, matchups? Week, week 13 is this week. Oh, yeah, shoot. Okay. Uh, so then next week is the division. Oh, no, next week. Oh, no, the all plays this week. Yeah. This is the all play. Yeah. Next week's the divisions. Division. Because the divisions will be when there's no buys. Right. Uh, and then the playoffs start. Uh-huh. So there's been a lot of hoopla. It's been, it's an unfortunate situation to have been in. But I think now moving forward, we're going to have a transparent system that I'm going to take control of. And we hopefully will never have to deal with with this again. situation again. 
you and I have not had much of a chance to talk about it. How have you felt about the whole situation? I mean, I know you liked getting those couple of wins. I mean, initially, obviously it was in jest and how everything worked out and, uh, how the you know the the chips fell i mean it, it's all fair i mean it sucked that it had to come to this and that you know it wasn't caught sooner because if it would have been caught sooner people would have been um more apt to go along with it and you know not be a little butthurt if they were but they didn't voice it you know what i mean yeah so i think in the end it was the best thing to do and going forward now there's a clear cut um, you have a way of doing it now. Uh, a well, path. Well, my grid that forward. I set up, we can just use that every year now. Yeah, I mean, it'll be an easy thing to template. Set up. It's a good template. 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 Yeah, yeah. That's the word I was looking for. So, um, yeah, and I think you know the one thing that really is affected that there isn't much to do about is pe- people trade based on who they're playing that mm-hmm. week. People trade based on what their record is and what their opponent's records are, where they are in their divisions. And the way this is, people made trades they might not have made, didn't make trades they may have made, et cetera, et cetera. So it's, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's unfortunate, but I think it's, we're good to go now. I agree. So I, uh, (laughs) it was actually funny too, because I played Kurt like that was how it worked out because Kurt, Kurt and I are considered to have the best teams. I think most yeah. people would agree. Sure. Um, I get scared looking at his team, and he is always telling me how great mine is. But my team has definitely had some injury issues. Yeah. Um, you know, he got to face me this past week without CD Lamb. I accidentally <laughs> left Mark Ingram in. I had Mahomes on by, so he definitely lucked out on when he got to play me. Um the bright spots were that I did have 33 points from Mitchell and 33 from Patterson, but that it helped. wasn't enough. I got beat pretty bad. Mm. So, but I can afford it uh, because of the previous, um, uh, because of the previous adjustment. Mm. So, um, and you're, you're kind of middle of the road at this point, yeah, I am. right? Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, it's possible that I may, fall just out of the playoffs and have a pretty good shot at the the number one so i'd be okay with that not the number one it'd be the the consolation is yeah, for the 113 that's what i mean yeah right the 113 because the, the worst team gets right, the right, one. Right, right. oh yeah. that was the other thing the that shuffle did you know joey is in a complete full-on tank to get that first pick and mm-hmm. doing it the right way for the most part right um and he was set up to get that first pick yeah now he had some weeks where his rookies, Chase, Pitts, etc., were really going off. They did. And he was set to get that first pick. I had Waylon's first pick from the CMC deal. Mm-hmm. The reshuffle. <laughs> <laughs> the reshuffle moved Waylon to the bottom. So now if things kind of hold firm where they are considering Waylon's in my division so i get to play him for sure once mm-hmm. um and joey's rookies really could kind of get back to taking off yeah. i'm now projected for a first round buy and i have the one one it looks like i'm gonna get the one one next year unbelievable which i thought would just cause a revolt it looks so bad that i did this reshuffle and then i end up with i mean it's just yeah the the, the fantasy gods smiled upon me i guess 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing you can do about it. No, but it's it's fine. <clears throat> Let me mention something else. So I I googled "Cold as Ice" to find that song because yeah. "Frozen Cold as Ice." Yeah. I thought it worked right. There's a there's an episode of the NFL Draft Bible Podcast Network Dynasty Draft Room. There is cold as ice. Interesting. An episode from yesterday oh. called "They're Cold as Ice." Isn't that a weird coincidence? That's crazy. I thought you might like that. What a quinky dink! What a little quinky dink! Little quinky dink! So I'll do this. Are we done with Frozen? We're yeah, we're done with Frozen. It was quite a dramatic situation. So somebody did a, a little bit of a dive on the 2017 uh, draft. Okay. And they're saying it was the best running back draft in history. Okay. Okay. Um, 17. Okay. 17. There were 11 running backs selected in the draft who have gone on to have 1,000 scrimmage yard seasons. That's pretty good. You ready? You want to start guessing? Yeah, I kind of want to. Okay. So I got to think here. 17. I mean, it was a big one. You name any big. So was this the Kamara season? The Kamara draft. Kamara draft, yeah. I mean. Yeah. Okay, so you got Kamara. Yep. You got Saquon Barkley. Mm. He wasn't in that draft? Mm. Oh, gosh. Okay, pump the brakes. Joe Mixon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Mixon, Kamara, Dalvin Cook. Mm-hmm. Run CMC. Mm-hmm. Leonard Fournette. Mm-hmm. Oh, goodness. Those are the big five. Yep. Uh, tell me the rest. Hunt. Okay. Connor. Uh, okay. Cohen. Okay. Marlon Mack. Yep. Aaron Jones. Okay. Chris Carson. Okay. And then two undrafted players had more than 1,000 scrimmage yards, Eckler and Breida. Wow. Yeah. Eckler was undrafted. He was. Wow. Is yeah, it, that's a pretty darn good draft. It's raining. It's raining? weird yeah that's what it sounds like ambiance little pity little pitter patter yeah so that's uh one thing i found it's a pretty good draft of running backs absolutely absolutely mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. nice thank you for sharing yeah. that thank appreciate you that yeah, all right should we talk about westeros let westeros is getting so mm-hmm. you guessed it juicy uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <clears throat> all right current standings Westeros is the full IDP. Yep. Now you clarified IDP for Tadog last week. Yes, and he, he said that's exactly what he Got was looking for. Got into some details. So I'm, I'm nice. Glad I could help nice. Um, maybe can we just pause here and let me just comment on uh, Jonathan Taylor's performance? Sure. Because I had given you that suggestion about how you kind of yeah, look yeah. at whatever. Yeah. If you can play against a performance like Jonathan Taylor's and win, mm-hmm. you should be feeling real good about yourself. I feel like if you win with that performance, you kind of feel like you got lucky because you're kind of relying on one guy. Mm -hmm. Losing with that performance, you know your team is just butt. And that was the situation I was in Mm -hmm. in Laker. It's just interesting when you have that giant performance. I would so much rather have everybody be consistently in the teens than have one guy kind of fully carrying me. But hey, that's just me. All right. Westeros. Westeros. The current standings. And this is an empire, which mm. means if the champ were to repeat, the league ends. Yeah. And he takes home that rolling pot. Do you know what it's at? Um, Any I idea? mean, it's a $100 league. My guess is it's probably three grand, 3500 probably something like that. So Adam is in first place at 10-2. and two. He's got a squad. 
Although it's an interesting squad. I don't look at his squad and feel scared of it. I know. You know? But uh, it's interesting. I mean, I think he lost Chase Young, and I have some... Well, we'll talk about the match. So the one thing I always look at, too, is points against. Um, So he's had some favorable matchups. He has the second least points against. Oh, yeah, he does. He does. That's the universe wanting him to repeat there. It's true. Uh, so he is in first place at ten and two. I have moved into second place at nine and three. You got me by points, and I've got you by points. Yep. Yes, I've got you by uh, 80, 80 points, something like that. Yeah, somewhere there. Yeah. Um, you are in uh, Hot Hot Hodor is at uh, uh, third place at nine and three. Hold the door. Hold the door. And then you got Hold Kurt on. is at eight and four, much to his chagrin. He's at eight and four. Um, he feels very strongly that his team is not good enough to take out Adam. He, you know, he couldn't he couldn't fully tank and sell out to uh, to be out because you if you get in that consolation you need to be good enough to get the first pick. Yeah. So he had to kind of walk that that line, and I thought he did a good job, but he did too good of a job because he kind of kept winning. Yeah. So he would prefer not to make the playoffs um, or to move into the third seed. He wants his ideal situation is for you to take a shot at Adam because your team is strong. Yeah. And then if you fail to take out Adam, hopefully I can beat him and get into the championship and I can take out Adam. But that can't happen, though. What? Letting him get to the championship? If I lose against Danny... And Kurt wins this matchup. We'll both be nine and four. I have Kurt in points oh. by three hundred. So it's gonna have to be Kurt going after the champ then. Yeah. So basically, oh, that's frustrating. Okay. No. No. So. Oh okay. no! This is what. Yeah. Listen. Sorry. We, we talked about this two weeks ago. How we it's did? shaping up. You and Adam are playing this week. Right. Right. And and we both lost last week, which is the only reason I still have a chance right. this week. So Because I've lost two in a row. You are ten Wait. and two. Lost one. That you was... are ten and two. Or he's ten and two, you're nine and three. Yep. You win, you're both ten and three. You have him. I in have points. the points, so I'll be first. You go to first. He'll be second. Well, and if I win, I'll have him in points, so I'll be second, he'll be third. So either way, either way, me and Adam are playing each other if you win this week. Nice. So if I win this week... You'll have Kurt. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Math is hard, you know. Man, I respect people who teach math. Because two weeks ago, that's the way I talked about it. I said if if it all shakes out how how it could, we could play each other in the championship. Now, I'm, yeah, and that would be very exciting. It would be. It'd make for a great podcast. Yeah, as long as I win, because I'm going to pout hard <laughs> if I lose. You know that about me. Um, <clears throat> now, I do want to, I do just want to look here, because this says I have one loss mm-hmm. in a row, but I'm confused by that, because I lost to Danny, and then, was there a point, was there a score adjustment? So I lost this past week to, to Joel. And I had a very – what was frustrating this past week is I put up 276. Yeah, you won by three against Danny. What? That was, a, that was, on, a, that was on a scoring adjustment then. All right. Because I had lost to him. Yeah. I whined about it. 
<clears throat> I had not beaten him. I had lost. Well, then there was some kind of an adjustment because you you beat him by three. Well, cool. Yeah. So that's man. Okay, so I I guess I had just don't even pay enough attention. Turns out I'm in too many leagues. Maybe it's, it's all right. No but the thing about last week against Joel, he he had the game of his life. He put up 313 points. Yeah. I had 276. I would have beaten everybody except uh, the champ who had a good week with 305 and Bill. <laughs> <laughs> who put up 307 nice. and beat the champ that's awesome so i i had the fourth fourth best points and just happened to be playing against the number one points yeah. but um which was frustrating i actually had a pretty good had a pretty good week but um yeah so so i guess so it is shaping up if you and i can uh bring our a games in the first week of the first two weeks of the playoffs so really all that matters this week i gotta beat adam this is week. if you beat adam because yeah. even if i lose i'm still staying in third okay i can't drop down to fourth so even if danny wins i'm still locked in the third so it's just a matter of how you do determines the final well and actually if if kurt loses uh then chris moves up to fourth <clears throat> yes and i'm not i'm scared of chris's team although he did beat me once this year already i think he beat Um, me too actually so i i got a little bit of a i did get a little bit of a reprieve already reprieve that's probably not the right word that's yeah is that the right word okay um adam texted me right when this game started he said that he tried to take kamara out and he was too late and it was locked Mm -hmm. so he's got kamara in who is not playing now it seems like the universe might be trying to help him out though because parsons only has 13 and he has been in uh Taysom's hill's face all game long so far yeah. from since we've been watching he did get a sack but he could end up with so much he could end up with so much more and then also um malcolm jenkins only has six and a half okay. and marshawn Lattimore has 29 on my bench I can't decide right between the two of them it's tough you know i just go with the safety yeah. and i figure that's that Oh, that's frustrating. Oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs> I should have known with the receivers that the Cowboys have, though, that Lattimore would be glued on them, and he'd be, with the, how much they pass, he'd be getting a lot of tackles. Well, an hindsight is a mother. I know, what it sure is. That's what okay, though. What can you do? That's okay. So currently, uh, it's pretty even. I'm only projected to win 53%. So yeah, it's a close one. Um, so we'll have to see what happens. But I'm hoping my guys can bring their, can bring their A games. Uh, how are you doing so far against Danny? It looks like you've got Prescott is not doing well. You got Curse with the big game, huh? Yeah, Curse. Uh, I'm I'm happy to have uh, Curse. Wait, he's got Brown playing. He, yeah, I looked at it wrong. Oh. Yeah, that was a whoopsie on my part. Um, but uh, Demario Davis hasn't been doing anything. Usually, he's uh, a tackle machine. Yeah, he's had a couple of off games tackle where you monster. should be able to count on him, and you haven't been able to. Yeah, well, what can you? Because I don't have. What can uh, you do? I can't depend on Watt this week as he's out. Oh no! So that's a no bueno. Yeah, not having Watt definitely hurts your team's chances. Yeah, so hopefully he gets healthy for my playoff push, or in the playoffs, I mean. Because I'm already my playoff push is done. Yeah, I'm sitting pretty in third. You're in. I'm in, baby. You win and stay right where you're at. I lose, lose and I stay, stay right, right where, where you're at. So like good, Leroy Horde. It's a beautiful thing. All right. Um... What do you got next? I do have 
um, on my uh, Ring of Fire League. Okay. The big 32 yes, the big league. Double one. So um, I had made that big trade uh, a few weeks back where I got Mahomes. Yep. And uh, traded away my first next year. And it was a handshake agreement pretty much. What, what is it? What's going on? Oh, it's a defensive. Oh. Sorry. I That's thought okay. I saw an eight and I thought it was CD Lamb and I got excited. So yeah, it was a handshake agreement. I got Mahomes and CEH. I was very happy. Yep. Um, and then week twelve last week was the first round of the big mother. And the Chiefs run a bye. <laughs> I had to start Dalton at quarterback. Ew. Right? Ew. And then I don't really know what I was doing because I left CD Lamb in. Ew. Yeah. Frustrating. Very frustrating. But it turns out that um so anyway, Monday night game. I need thirteen Wait a minute, you left C D Lamb in in your Ring of Fire yeah. matchup? Yeah. I don't know what the hell I was doing. But, oh, bro, that's sad. But I'll tell you, though. So, Monday night, I needed 13.5 points from DK Metcalf to win. Which is completely reasonable. Completely Should be reasonable. completely reasonable. I'm watching this game, and I'm just beside myself. Because I was convinced in that game, Jack Del Rio is Washington's defensive coordinator, right? I was convinced by halftime that Jack Del Rio was going against DK Metcalf in his fantasy <laughs> league. DK was facing double coverage the whole time and yeah but that's what they should be doing. I understand, but Wilson was barely looking his way. Yeah. He Wilson's had not healthy either. One catch on four targets got me 3.2 points, right? Didn't even tease you by getting close. It wasn't even close. So philosophical question. <clears throat> yeah. Would you prefer would you prefer that he would have had like you know, let's I don't know, five for sixty, gotten you eleven points and gotten you this close, or are you glad he completely pooped the bed? I'm glad he pooped the bed because I knew I didn't want to get my hopes up. Cause I'm like to Molly, I'm like, babe, I just need thirteen and a half and the scoring in this league, I mean a big play. Generous, yeah. yeah, a big play would have would have got me a lot of points, but it so the fact happen. he didn't get close was nice. He didn't even have to. Right. Yeah. Okay. So and you watched. Like, and you watched the whole game. Whole damn oh, game. Oh man. Yeah. Because I had. I didn't I had, watch that I had game. that league. Uh, I had a lot of guys going at Westeros, so I watched the whole thing, front to back. Um, but I then I can't stand watching the Seahawks. That's another team where it's just painful. Yeah. So then, how it shook out is, and it's shallow benches in that league too, um, in in Ring of Fire. So. I had well, I had a lot of buys. I'll just say that, and I had Hopkins on the bench because he's been hurt. Buys in the playoffs is pretty yeah, crappy. and starting week twelve with the play yeah. playoffs and the buys, so it was it was just rough. But even it's a lot of bracketology. There's not really any way to even avoid worse it. than me losing, right? Mm-hmm. I was let me find it. Because the week prior, I had lost because there's the median matchup, too, so you can win two games. Mm-hmm. I went 0-2 the previous week. Okay. So I was something like ranked 32. 
I dropped all the way down to 61. So I was playing the 68th seed. So if I would have won and a guy in my division, in my league, he was fourth ranked out of everybody, right? We would have played each other. The Thursday night game, right? Um, no, it was Sunday. We were all chatting together. He was just looking at the playoff schedule for our league, right? Me and him finished first and second. So we get a bye in our league's playoffs. He didn't set a lineup for week 12 because he had a bye in our league. Dude didn't even know uh, about the big one. Uh, <laughs> Four seed lost. He lost. How do you make that? How, okay, how do you not set a lineup even? Do you you set your lineup even when you have a buy, right? No. Oh, I, I do. No, I don't. I set my lineup when I have no, a buy. No, I, I don't worry about it. But so, and in this league too. Because I want to see how I would have scored against no, everybody no. that's. But in this league, it's two week playoffs too. So which, he, I, which I love. Yeah, so he didn't even set a bye because oh, he's looking ahead to when uh, he goes in week, what is it, 14 next that's week. That's sad. Yeah, so even worse than my loss is, is his loss. Wow, that's Because he, he's got a team. So he lost to like 125 ranked team. <laughs> and that guy's probably just can't oh, yeah. believe it. So... Messes with the integrity of the league, though. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Kona agrees. Kona agrees. Integrity. Wow. So that was... There were a few upsets, though. I haven't even looked, because I'm obviously playing for next year, so... Yeah. But but it was fun. I mean, just the possibility of... Because if I would have made it into the next round with Mahomes and CH coming back, I would have been sitting pretty good, because he... What lost. Yeah, so it was just a bummer. So, typical Vikings fan, there's always next year. Stinks for you. I, I will say, selfishly, I like when there's a player who I own nowhere because I don't trust them. Yeah. Who does that. Yeah. Because I don't have any DK. Literally nowhere. And so, it does make me feel a little bit good that that's not somebody I count on. And that, what I was also going to say, too, is with my buys and injuries on the bench... I would have put in some, I forgot who, for Lamb, and that guy only got like five points anyway, so, so I still won the one. So I was feeling okay with that. That makes you feel a little better, too. Right. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That, that mistake didn't kill you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, I got some trade stuff. I got a little bit of drama. Oh. You know what we say here. Save the drama for your mama. All right, I got the longest yard league. Um, I'm four and eight somehow. I was o over for a long time. It's the league with no required tight end. All the mm-hmm. bench spots won it two years ago when when it started. Um, not very good right now. So there's this guy who just trades and trades and trades and trades. Doesn't really seem like he has a. Doesn't really seem like he has a rhyme or reason for his trades. He just okay. wants to trade. And so is it's his to, is his name like Trade Captain no. or something like that? No. There's a, there's a guy in one of my leagues who calls himself the trade monger. And he does the same thing, just crazy trades just to make trades. So I, I have traded with him in the past. 
don't remember what trade went through. I could probably with trade monger. You know trade monger? Well, he's on MFL. Though. Like I did make a trade. Like I sent Evan Ingram and Javante Williams to get back Dobbins and then Roundtree and Zacchaeus. So just to get Dobbins because I like him and I was out and sure. I wanted to get Ingram out of my face. So that was actually he probably won that trade pretty. I would say pretty handily, but so I have made trades with him, but this was the offer I got from him the other night that led to a little bit of drama. And it actually was last night. I came back from trivia and I had this waiting for me. I get DK Metcalf and CEH. Yeah. I send CD lamb and JK Dobbins. Hmm. It, it may be a fair trade, but you know how I feel about CD lamb and JK Dobbins. That's like, for me. That's not close. You like both of them more than the other two. Of course. That's, absolutely. Yeah, that's a big no. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, so he had been sending out a lot of offers and in the chat, he's going offer sent, offer sent, offer sent. And I got back from, I got back from trivia and I was, you know, loosey goosey feeling good. Yeah. Uh, antsy in the pantsy. And I responded in, in the group chat, like with everybody, I said, that's the biggest decline I've ever seen. And he goes, question mark, question mark, question mark. I hate when guys do that and make it seem like it was a ridiculous offer. And then, of course, post the screenshot of the trade calculator. Of course. Metcalf, 40. Edwards, Alaire, 18. CeeDee Lamb, 42. J.K. Dobbins, 21. Now, last time I checked, mathematically, that would be more for what he's getting. Right. So it's even, but it's not like he wins it, according mm. to this trade calculator. Jesus. For the record, this is my offer. Guys may have preferences, but that's not a terrible offer. And then this other guy says, big decline on my part, too. And he's like, why are you guys doing that? <laughs> and I said, CD and JK are two of my favorite players. In my opinion, not close. DK and CEH are hard sells. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. He goes, I'm confused. Respect opinions. I just don't like a public scolding. Was Don't feel like a public scolding was at all warranted. And I said, <laughs> and then he had DM'd me also. And I said, didn't see the DM and I'm returning from Trivia Tipsy. You get what you get. Yeah. Somebody, somebody uh, smarted it. Uh, and he goes, not try to play myself. I want to be transparent. Just got an offer of a single first for DK. Confused, but whatever. Recency bias, but come on. And then he says, feel like I'm trying to spur action and getting a bad rep. Definitely don't need dissonance in life right now. Dissonance in life? Fantasy football is the only outlet for stupid fun. Happy to orphan the team if guys prefer me out. Get out of here. Should be an easy sell as I have youth. Let me know you at know what? all. He belongs in Asgard. I said, sorry, I'm not trying to be a jerk. It wasn't a bad offer, just not for me. Don't leave just because I'm running my mouth. Like a, I'm like, I'm not going to, don't want this guy to like jump off a bridge. It's a pity of me. party one. It was a pity party. Is. And this other guy goes, bro, not that serious. <laughs> um, but then he goes, this other guy got ripped to shreds in this league to start a season accused of a whole lot because of trading as a did I. Now he sits in first place and everybody thought he was tanging his team to build mine. Yeah, his team's bad and has gotten lucky because this is a weird year. Yeah. Wondering if his modus operandi for this league work hard to rebuild an orphan and wondering what the league wants. It's just so much drama. <clears throat> and then he DM'd me and he goes, dude, you're a knowledgeable fantasy player. That was not cool. Oh my God. 
What's up with the public call-out of unfair offer? New to the league, don't need a bad rep unnecessarily. League is already ridiculously inactive and unresponsive. How's a guy supposed to rebuild if that crap is spread? Shut up. I just said apologies, no harm intended. Like, I'm not getting into it with you. So then in the uh, so then in the league that is with all of Joey's Navy buddies, I was trying to get Mark Ingram sent off um, because he was going to start tonight, and I don't need him because I'm officially, I believe, out of the playoffs. Yep. And so I put in I put in the thing that Mark Ingram's available for a third this year and a third next year which I think for a starting running back is a pretty good offer. What? C.D. Lamb got laid out. Oh. Did he get some yards at nope. first? Oh. It was a rush. Oh. Well, great. Um, well, shoot. Uh, <laughs> so I, I said I wanted two-thirds for, for Ingram. Now I'm thinking this is IDP, so that bumps everything back, yeah. so yeah. thirds are a little better. But I also think that's not a huge ask. Like, if you're... Trying to make a push to the playoffs, Mark Ingram could really help you tonight. Especially with Camaro, sure. So I get an offer of Deshaun Jackson and a fourth for Mark Ingram. No. I countered with what I'd originally asked for. I'll give you Mark Ingram for the two-thirds. He sends me a message saying, I don't want to give up this year's third because I already don't have a second. <clears throat> Would be drafting you first and a fourth. That's too long of a wait for me. Yeah, so his, his counter was Deshaun Jackson and a third. Bro, I don't want Deshaun Jackson. That He does not fit my squad. Does nothing. I cannot keep this lit tonight. Um, so I countered with, I'll give you Mark Ingram for your 2023 second. It's probably too much, but like you don't want to give up two thirds. So how about just one pick? I mean, I'm I'm not going to sell him for what I don't think I should, you know. Right. I said, okay, you're playing against him tonight then. He goes, I figured I'll accept that fate. <laughs> hmm. uh, same league. I had some I had an interesting offer and I told Kurt and he was really mad about it. <laughs> you ready for this I'm one? Ready. Okay. So same league. Same league. Okay. I would be giving up Elijah Moore, okay. Van Jefferson, okay. and a sixth next year. Okay. I'd be getting Valdez Scantling. Okay. A third, a fourth, and another third. Now, in case they're not paying attention, Elijah Moore and Van Jefferson have both been flashing pretty hard. Mm. Why would I trade those two young wide receivers? So I I said, you know, sell me. Why should I accept? And his response is, I'm selling draft capital for a run in the playoffs, and you are obviously playing for next year based on the IR talent you have on the bench. Do you want a better draft picks? Would you be willing to part with one of them? Like... Why would I trade away young wide receivers if I'm playing for the future? And you're giving draft capital, thirds no. and fourths? No. 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 No, 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 no. My counter was I'll give you Elijah Moore for Pittman and, and your first in 2023. <laughs> that was basically just to stick it to him. A little slap in the face. But I said, based on your offer, I don't think you can afford either one. You wanted not one but two young wide receivers who are flashing, and you aren't even offering a first? Yeah. Come on, man. Come on. But I appreciate the offer generally. Uh, I love it. Now, what do you think you did then? Same offer, but he threw a first in. So now it's Valdez Scantling, a third, a fourth, a third, and a first for Moran Jefferson. Yeah. He's he's definitely missing missing the point, right? So I so then I countered and I said, 
I'll give you more and Jefferson. I want Pittman and your first and second in 2023. Now, again, he shouldn't do that, but yeah. I figured, why not? I, you know, I'm going to go after the guy I want. You're getting two young receivers yeah, for one, whatever. Yeah. Uh, he didn't like that, <laughs> obviously. I wonder why. I know. Um, I tried throwing uh, Mark Ingram in. Basically, he said, I have no interest in shipping off Pittman. Okay, good. I That's fine. I tried to do just a first for Van Jefferson and Ingram. Yeah. And he didn't like that either. He made another deal for somebody else. So now the most recent offer that he literally sent two hours ago is I would get his 2023 first Mm -hmm. and he would get Elijah Moore. Okay. So now I'm a little torn because 2023, we all know about that class. Now I don't know a soul in it. No. Who does? But I hear it's good. Yeah. That's what I base everything off is what I hear from other people. Right. So the question is, right. So the question is, do I trade away Elijah Moore, who's been looking really good, Mm -hmm. but tied to a pretty bad rookie quarterback right now when he's healthy, uh, for a first? And this guy is in fifth place, so he's not like a super great team. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it could be a middle of the road first, depending Mm -hmm. on where his team goes from here. But I wasn't really sure. So I, I went to my sounding board, Kurt, and I texted him huh. right before the podcast. And I said, would you would you trade Elijah Moore for... <laughs> I just opened up my text and there's a picture of my dad. <laughs> oh, that's... Hello. All right. So I, I, he, I said, would you accept a 2023 first for Elijah Moore? And Beautiful Mind <clears throat> sent me a response. And I, I haven't read it yet, oh. but it's long. And I want to see what you think about it. Let's hear it. it. Okay. Personally, yes. Everything about Kurt is long. I know. (laughs) Personally, yes, I do like him. But I think I would have to accept that. I feel like I'm just getting a profit no matter what with the chance of massive upside. 2023 can end up anywhere. Because really, sitting can happen between something can happen regardless of what a team looks like. Elijah Moore is drafted typically in the mid to late second in a seeker class than 20 weaker weaker yeah some typos here weaker class than 2023 is expected to be so at worst i get the 12th pick in a stacked class better pick better class guaranteed profit but now if it happens that pick ends up in the top six now all of a sudden i've turned that second round 2021 pick into a guy who is in the caliber of kyler like bryce young Chase, like Boot or Jackson Smith Jigba, Saquon, like Bijan or Tank Bigsby, Hawk, like Michael Myers, or whoever else emerges between now and then. Hey, he knows a lot of souls in the 2023 class. Good for him. Know. What do you think he squats? At least the fridge. <laughs> At this point, keep going. At this point, there seems to be a game-changing as- uh, prospect at every position. With a solid second tier of guys and e- more even guys... Em- more guys even emerging. I think guaranteeing myself a first-round talent is a stacked class, and giving myself the chance to get a guy who will be instantly with multiple fir- worth multiple firsts is worth cashing out on an investment of a mid-second. Even with Elijah Moore, even if Elijah Moore does look great, just I've just myself learned that the lesson of falling in love with a young, flashy wide receiver, passing up on the profit while it's there, like Kiki Cutie, never again. (laughs) By the time 2023 comes around, I think the best Elijah Moore is still worth a late 2023 first. He has a better chance of regressing and being worth less than that than he does of jumping into elite status and being worth a top six in that class. 
But that is just my very brief, immediate, not very well thought out take. I could think differently after sitting with it for a while. Wow. What do you think of that response? I mean, I agree with some of it, but so he's basing off of first, you know, where he was drafted, Mm -hmm. right? More not off potential, you know, but he did touch on how good he's been the last right, but he does touch on the potential that he could be as good as a late first in 2023, right? Yep. Um, but I mean, I would, I would do the first for more, even without his response i would do it especially the guys gonna finish in the middle this year most likely he's gonna finish in the middle again the next year too so we're running low on time do you have anything else yeah i was just gonna go over because i had uh last night or was it two days ago well let me pause you you have something else let me just do this really quick because i'm gonna decide on this right now whether i'm gonna accept it or not Pass to Harris for a 70-yard touchdown. Well, glad I benched him. Um, let me just look at this guy's squad, and let's see how it looks. Okay. Like, how do you think this team will finish next year? Does it have staying power? Let's do it. Let's let's take a look. You ready for this? Yeah, let's do it. Wentz, Elliott, Patterson, Pittman, Thielen, Gronk, Komet, Cooks, Gaskin, Gordon, Goff. That's the offensive starters. What do you hear? I mean, that's all over the place. I hear a lot of guys that could be absolutely nothing after this year. Yeah, Gronk could retire after they win a championship. I mean, running backs, you got Gordon, Gaskin. Goff won't even be a quarterback next year. Thielen is old. Yeah. Patterson could be flash in the pan this year. Yeah. Goff could lose his job, should lose his job. Should, yeah. Let's see about his IDP starters. Franklin Myers, Chandler Jones. Wait, not Chandler Jones. Chris Jones. Uh, Edwards for Philly. El Shair, Gruger Hill. Woods for Minnesota, Xavier Woods. Mm-hmm. Darius Slay and Anzalone. That's not an impressive IDP roster. No, how's the bench look? Newton, Roethlisberger, Mills, Rudolph, McKissick, Wilson, Scott, Kareem Hunt. He does have Devontae Adams. Well. Kez Watkins. Valdez, Scantling, Parham, Moali, Cox, Gibson, Fowler, Landry, Young, Pratt, Kenneth Murray. Okay, I'll throw him that bone. Uh, Jerron Brown, Amos, Jackson, Harrison, Brown for Dallas, Murphy, Bunting. On IR, he's got Woods. He does have Calvin Ridley. Yeah. But I'll tell you what I'm hearing. I am not hearing a team with long-term potential. You know what you should do? Accept it right no. now. No, Hem and Ha and Counter, his first... And Watkins, try to get Watkins from him. Quez Watkins. Why? Why not? Just because? Yeah. See if you do that. If not, then just take the first. I feel like I just want to accept it. Oh, I would I just, try to get... I feel like I just want to accept it because I this guy's been wishy-washy and weird and I just, I feel like... Because huh? I, mean, I don't care about Quez Watkins. Just saying. Like, like in draft day. Okay, why don't I do this? Because I don't want to... Okay, if you counter, I don't have his offer sitting there anymore for me to quickly click accept. Right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to send him a message, I'm, and I'm going to say any other piece you're willing to throw in. Okay. And act like he's really he's really getting, okay. he's really getting something sure. here. Any other piece you 
could throw in. I feel like it's already greedy. I feel like I should ask that and just click, then click accept. See what he says. <laughs> we'll see what he says. So I, I was going to do a public flogging. In, public flogging? Yeah, in uh, Hustle when I showed you the offer. Because I had uh, said Taysom Hill and Pollard are available to any contender because you're a runaway you know, team in that league. I mean, not as much as I once was, but my team's right. looking still pretty good. Looking yeah. good. So yeah. Taysom Hill is a starter. Pollard's getting rushes. And um, so I get an offer right away from Dude. And from from dude yeah we'll just call him dude <laughs> the dude oh did it go away while you're talking i might give this one more shot it's in my messages i gotta go to my messages hey we're back here's the offer um because i said hill pollard available I would give up Taysom Hill, Tony Pollard, and Antonio Brown. Okay? He generously is going to give me... Wait, say it again. Say the, say the guys you'd be giving up again. Taysom Hill. Yep. Tony Pollard. Yep. Antonio Brown. Yep. <laughs> generously offering Drew Locke his 2022 first and second. Now, this is, again, a point-per-carry league, a rushing quarterback... And Pollard, who's running all over the place. That's the true. Cowboys. Taysom is much more valuable in this. Yes, he is. Absolutely. That's why. Absolutely. That's why I put it up there. Yep. I said, dude, really? He said, what's fair value? I said, definitely not what you offered. First this year and next is a good start for those three, especially since they'll be late. I'm not seeing you have much youth to help me. He doesn't have any youth at all, right? And assuming assuming people get wise, yeah. all of the first round picks should be running backs. Yep. Running backs literally are all that matters oh, yeah. in this league. He said Or so, a quarterback who runs. He said, so two first give me part of the way there. How much do you think I need to add to get the deal done? I said with your squad, I don't see it. It's so Yeah, sometimes there just aren't guys you no, want. There's not. Yeah. And it, he said with running backs so valuable, I said, You are win now and I'm not. And then he's like Okay, what about just Taysom or just Pollard? I guess also just AB, I need the wide receiver depth. So he still wants all three. And he's like trying to get them separately. And I just stopped. But that doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't make any sense. So I was really close. If you're going to get them separately, you could just get them together. So I was very close to just being a D and broadcasting it. But I I didn't want to because... You took the high road for I, once. I did Good take for the you, high buddy. Road. So I, and he's like, "Sounds like you want a player on a pick for any question mark." And I just stopped talking to him because, and he is second to your first. Um, well, and you worded it when you when you put it in the chat. The guys are available. You worded it as, "Come on, guys, take at our three dog twenty one down." Yeah, to kind of yeah give a little juice. Yeah, get a little juice going. Yeah. So his team losing Henry definitely didn't help my cause. His team is Stafford, Taylor, Montgomery, Evans, Cooper, Hawk, Fournette, uh, Harris, Gordon. 
Um, but then he has Locke at quarterback, and he's got Seaman at quarterback, so he has no quarterbacks. Wow, those are the guys he's starting? Yeah. Holy crap. How do you even end up with quarterbacks so bad? Did he have an injury? Uh, no. Did you say S- Simeon and Locke? And Stafford. And Staff. Okay, yeah, Stafford. Yeah, so he's starting okay. Stafford, yeah. Yikes. But, I mean, he's been riding Taylor, you know, this whole time. And then Fournette's been helping him, too. So, um, but his bench, I mean, he's got Hilliard, Breida, Michelle, Hines, Kelly, Wilkins, Abdullah, Snell, Walter, Boone are his other running backs. And he's not going to give up Taylor. No. So there's no way any deal can be done. Right. So I just I just stopped it. I mean, he could be... I mean, he should be able to turn Taylor if he really wanted to if he really wanted to get saucy. I mean, he could turn Well, but he's trying to compete, so he's yeah. not trading Taylor. Cuz in a league like that, Taylor is gold. I mean, he's young and gets the carries and 4 days prior he wanted Taysom Hill. He was going to offer me Drew Locke, Patrick Taylor, and Benny Snell. So in, his, so in his mind, Taysom Hill has no value at all. In a point per carry league, I mean, look, now he's get Like, can you right now pull up? How many points does Taysom Hill have tonight in a point per carry? 25. There you go, 25. And he's not even playing super well. Right. Like, it's not even a great... I mean, that's like a floor for him. Yeah. Because he runs so much. Well, let me just confirm that. I'm, I'm kidding. He got me 36. Even more? Yeah, even better. Pollard got 25. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. All right, we're just about out of time. We got to wrap this up, buddy. Got to wrap it up. We got to wrap it up. Double wrap it. We got to wrap it up. You don't know where it's been. You got to double wrap it. We got to double wrap this up. Everybody, thank you for joining us. Trips right with Ralph and Dave. We did it. Another successful podcast. You are Dave. You're Ralph. And we appreciate you being here. Mm Mm-hmm. Twitter's not going, so don't bother. No longer but twatted us. most of you listening do know us, so hit us up. Let us know what you think. Let yeah. us know if you have any questions, concerns, you know, topics. Yeah. Um, we love when people give us content to go through. We really do, because we struggle. Let us know your bad trades. Let us know your ridiculous playoff uh, scenarios. Let us know who you left in that wasn't playing. Yeah, yeah, Those absolutely, absolutely. And uh, we will um, try to remember to comment on them. Yeah. So that being said, we're going to see you next week and we're going to wrap this up. I'm saluting everybody listening right now. Uh, And we'll try to do better next week, as always. We sure will. Bye, everybody. Thanks. You you even said we will. Usually you say you're not going to. I guess I'm I'm glass half full of guys today. It's all duckies and bunnies, baby. Look at me. (laughs) Duckies and bunnies.